Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new podcast. This is your host, Nin. And I'm Luke. And on today's episode, we will be talking about New Year's resolutions. My favorite topic every year. Oh, you're so funny because you're the one who actually came up with this idea. I know, I know. And I love talking about it because I don't think I actually hold on to a resolution until maybe <laughs> November of the following year. Like there, okay. there have been plenty of times that I quit smoking cigarettes or mm-hmm. cut out nicotine. Yeah. And it, you know, the last time I did it was, I think I tried it around Christmas. It was the first Christmas my boyfriend and I had together. Okay. He was a cigarette smoker. I was a vapor. I got him a vape, and then I said, I'm going to quit smoking this year. And it was a really long process. But by June, I had officially stopped. So you actually stuck to your New Year's resolution. I actually stuck to my New Year's resolution. So I'm proud, and I get to brag about it to everyone. And it's been a year and a half, I think, since I've ingested any nicotine. Okay. Yeah, no vapes, no gum, no cigarettes, no no cigarillos, no cigars even. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I guess you can count a hookah. Uh, but I'm not going to count it. <laughs> I wouldn't count it because it's definitely a social thing. It's not like you sit at home and you're smoking. No, it. I definitely do not. And you're not even supposed to inhale it all the way. Yeah, exactly. Puff, puff, pass. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I definitely strive to keep my resolutions. Um, I try to give myself a little bit more of a challenging one. I did the workout thing for a couple of years, but mm. working out is just not for me. Yes. I don't know. I just, there's nothing that sparks joy about going to the gym for me. Thank you. But there's everything that sparks joy about removing something toxic from my body. I would have to agree. Like personally in this 2023 year, I try to be like the new year, new year, going to the gym, you know, all that jazz. Can I just say, you know what? I hate the new year, new me. No, I love the new year. I hate the new year, new me. Because, I don't know, I feel like the people who say that are always the same. <laughs> and and there's this one post I always see on social media, like, this year I did this, this year broke me, this year I'm coming. I How many that. times oh are you God. coming back? I swear. Oh, but I'm so sorry to cut you off. No, you're, you're totally fine. Because my boyfriend is really into fitness, and it was, like, the first year we had been together, and then 2023 was, like, going into the next year of us being together. And I was like, okay, you've influenced me to go to the gym. And he was like, yeah. And we go to the gym together. I sign up for this expensive gym membership. And I'm like, I got this. I'm going to go. And he's actually looking at me right now, smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Because I went to the gym and we were going. So his gym schedule, he loves the gym. The gym brings him happiness, okay? And I was right. And I was like, (laughs) if I go to the gym as often as he does, it will too bring me happiness. And the research also shows that people who go to the gym for 10 weeks, about three times a week are happier, just the same amount as those who take antidepressants. So it really helps. It helps with the inflammation of the brain, regulating your endorphins, your hormones, all of that stuff. And it'll probably save your liver too if you're not taking antidepressants because you're going to the gym. Right, exactly. So I was like, you know what? I got this. And I was going and I hated it. We would go after work and it was just, I would end work at five. We would go to the gym. It would be like seven o'clock. And by the time we're showered, we're done. It's already eight o'clock. We're having dinner at nine and it's 10 o'clock. I got to go to sleep. It's time for the next day. And I just started recognizing that I hated the gym. Like the place that brought him happiness, I genuinely hated it. Like I was like, dude, I don't enjoy my boyfriend anymore because he's become my workout buddy. (laughs) And every time I see him, he's like, all right, babe, ready? We're going to hang out. But first we're going to go to the gym. And I'm like, you know what, babe? I hate the gym. 
cancel my membership. I'm done. And you weren't like locked into a contract or anything? What was it like a, you know, there's some gyms around here that really keep you no. like this. Mm-mm. No, it was, you can, you can quit whenever you want. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm done. And my mom actually asked me like literally last week, I kid you not. She was like, so what happened to you going to the gym every day? <gasps> and I was like, no, she didn't. She really did. Oh, she really came for you. Yeah. 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 And I was like, mm. I canceled that. And she goes, oh, why? And I was like, are you going to pay for it? And then she's like, no, I just know you always quit going to the gym. <laughs> I was like, Me too. I had a gym membership for like a consecutive four years. And I think out of those four years, I went like maybe 150 days. No, literally. And that's being really, really, <laughs> really generous. One year, actually, you and I had a bet. Yeah. That I would go to the gym every like five days a week mm-hmm. for, for I don't know how much, how yeah. long, for like three months. And I did it, but I couldn't prove it because I didn't wear my Apple Watch every day. So I, oh, I couldn't prove it. I yeah. felt so bad. I mm-hmm. think it killed my gym my gym love a little bit. But then I had also turned 21 and I, I don't know. I started drinking more. I think I replaced the, the gym for going to the bar as a fresh 21-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is that I recognize, I love that I accepted that I hate going to the gym. Mm. You're I've, so much freer, aren't you? I feel, yes. W- what is it about that freedom? Uh, you know, it's like, it's, I'm going to call it a societal expectation for people, how they want to view your body mm-hmm. because that that's what we're going. I'm not going to go to the gym for myself. I love the, I, I love myself. <laughs> I love being this lazy blob. Okay. <laughs> the only reason I had to go to the gym when I was younger is because I wanted to impress. I wanted to be attractive. I wanted to be mm. status quo, Yeah. you know, but the, when you start to break away from that, if, if, if fitness is not your passion, mm-hmm then you are shackling yourself to something you don't love. That's very true. So I think it's it's when you break away from the status quo because it's something you truly don't want for yourself, mm-hmm. it, it's the freedom is immense. Yeah. I feel like I can go anywhere, you know, I will I will let my man boobs hang out. I don't <laughs> care. This belly's here to stay. Yeah. My boyfriend loves it even though I hate it, so it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, no, the gym sucks. No, yeah, it's that freedom where I don't feel like I have to go to this place. It doesn't bring me happiness. Okay, first of all, the smell of the gym, disgusting. I hate it. The way somebody's sweaty body smells as soon as they walk past you. The fact that I everything smells like rubber and I have to... I don't enjoy it. I hate it. But you know what I do enjoy? What? I enjoy healthy eating. Me too. See? What was the thing you said at the beginning of the podcast? You enjoy getting rid of toxic things? Yes, I enjoy removing toxic substances from my routine. Yes. Because I had a lot. It's like being in control, right? Oh, my God. So, I don't know. I can totally break this down in my head. Like, first, I I quit drinking. Mm -hmm. I quit drinking. I I did sub it out for marijuana. I will tell you that. I quit drinking. I quit nicotine. I quit cigarettes. I quit vapes. I have quit. I quit juice and soda. Oh wow! Yeah, I'll, I you know I and you'll see me. I'll have a squirt. That's my weakness: a grapefruit soda. Mm-hmm. But I at not any point in my life do I feel like I need to go out and I need to buy a twelve pack of Mountain Dew. You know, I I had kidney stones back in <laughs> yeah. March of twenty twenty three. Yeah, that was bad. That was March. That was March of twenty twenty three. Oh my gosh! So kidney stones, and I will say, there's a couple things in my diet, like healthy things that were contributing to those: Cheez Its and almonds. Yeah, <laughs> eating in excess can. Be a big contributor to kidney stones. Oh my gosh. are not healthy. Healthier than a big bag of chocolate. You would be surprised. Oh no. But so I was traumatized. Yeah. 
I, I sat in the hospital bed. Mm-hmm. They put a needle in me. I hate needles. Mm. I had to take a pee test and it came out all. Ugh. And they told me I had to pee out a kidney stone. And then they charged me damn near two grand. I know. Never forget. So um, I don't really think it was the pain that got me away from the juice. I think it was the medical bills. Yeah. Yeah. Medical. Your, your $3 gallon of juice. Generous. Is going to be a lot more when you end up in the hospital because yeah. your body hates everything you're putting into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to agree. I enjoy being a mindful shopper. I enjoy controlling what I'm putting into my body. Like when I came back from the Middle East and Europe, I really started looking into grass fed stuff and I started to really look into what USDA organic means and certified humane. I really started to look into that stuff and I recognized that I enjoyed it. Like I felt less bad about eating meat. I felt less bad about eating, I don't know, certain things because I knew that what was going into my body was just natural. It was healthy. And I feel like that is more enjoyable to me because it steers away from the delayed gratification, right? Because when I'm controlling what I'm eating, like if I'm only eating grass-fed beef, for example, and I actually did lose weight from switching my diet to completely organic, to completely grass-fed, short-lived because, you know, processed foods in America is... Hard to avoid. It's really hard to avoid. I mean, McDonald's is at every corner. Okay, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean the most processed food? Right. Oh, they put 30 different cows on that one quarter pounder. No, I swear. I swear. But I was able to lose six pounds within two weeks just by switching to all organic and grass fed. Wow. So it was like, it's just so does this non-organic stuff like cause like bloat and stuff or? Yeah. yeah? For me personally, wow. it, it causes bloat and uh, my body stores more fat and more weight. And so it was interesting to me. And so that was just like a plus side. Whereas when I go to the gym, guys, it took me so long to lose six pounds when I was at the gym. Oh my gosh. I think it's also because your body's craving those calories back that you lost. You know, you're just yeah. gonna be like, I worked out, I can eat this. No, literally. And then you're just, you're undoing all the work you've done. So you have to work out double to eat the way you want. Mm -hmm. And even then it's probably still bad for you. Right, exactly. So I'd rather just eat healthy. Like for example, my guilty pleasure, as many of you know, is Coca-Cola. So I've been switching it to drinking a poppy and poppies are significantly better for you, but they still taste absolutely delicious. So, you know, just that swapping it out makes me feel better instead of cutting out soda or a sugary drink completely. I enjoyed cutting out soda. Actually, I thought the challenge was nice. Yeah. I don't know. I, the water, there's something about water going down my, my gullet. Did you not like water before? I liked water, but I also, I grew up drinking juice. I just grew up drinking juice. We we lived in a well when mm -hmm. I was growing up, so we had like a water tank, so it, oh, was, okay. it was limited. But we always had a bunch of juice in the fridge. We always had a bunch of soda in the downstairs fridge because we were the downstairs fridge family. Oh, same. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I guess it's not that I didn't like water. It's just I had so many other options, and water just felt limited. It wasn't in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. But it just, you know, I feel like I, there was more abundance to drink anything else. Yeah, you are also the same person who didn't like tea because it was just hot leaf water. Yeah. Yeah. So I needed to start drinking tea, actually, because just drinking water, you will drive yourself insane. You really will. Uh, so to counteract the juice cravings, black tea became one of my favorite things in the world for a good three months. And as an Assyrian girly, when he told me he likes black tea, I was so happy. Black tea. Two sugar cubes, one mint, and a squeeze of lemon. Uh, 
my heart. (laughs) So what are a couple of the goals that you are setting for yourself in the upcoming year? I have two goals. I have two major goals. I'm not going to talk about my financial goals because we all know I'm financially irresponsible, but I do have two major goals. My first goal being is that I suck at treating myself to a vacation. Oh, that's for sure. I I go so far in view between. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend has been begging me to go on vacation since the moment we got together. He's been wanting to go on a vacation. And, you know, I've been offered vacations from other people that I've offered to him. And he says, no, I want to go on a vacation with just you. Yeah. So for my New Year's resolution, one of the biggest ones is that we are finally going to go on a getaway weekend together out of state. Woo-hoo. We're going to go glamping in the snow. I love that. Um, I'm going to find a cabin with a toilet because these campgrounds I'm finding right now, they're saying, remember, it's winter in Michigan. I plan on going to Michigan. It's winter in Michigan. So we're turning off all the pipes and plumbing to the cabins and you'll have to use the communal toilet and showers. And so those things are like, uh, no. no. And then they have like the glamping cabins that have all that. And it turns into an $800 trip. Okay, but we're glamping. Yes, we're glamping. So, because mm-hmm. I'm not walking in the snow to no. go to the bathroom, to go to a shower someone else has been yeah. using. Yeah. Um, so, that's a big goal for me. And I, I really want to do that because I, I think it's going to kickstart this urge to travel more for me. Yeah. You know, Illinois is coming out with these new sick laws this year. So, yeah. I'm going to use an extra week of that. Uh, my vacation time renews in August, so I want to use more of that. I want to go out of the country. I just I want to see more of the world. Yeah. And then the second big one for me is that I am a stoner, mm-hmm. and I have been cutting back slightly. Oh, not slightly. I've been cutting back a lot. You're welcome, mom. Um, <laughs> but it's to the point where my brain has been starting to wire itself, saying, "Hey, you you don't need this as much as as much as you you think you used to Mm -hmm. i I see you think you used to because no one needs to be smoking as much weed as i was smoking yeah um but my goal is to cut back smoking weed i don't want to quit because i do enjoy the feeling of being high i won't lie about it that's i i smoke to get high sue me um but i definitely want to cut it back to where if it's not just an at night thing Mm -hmm. it's a weekend thing oh okay so i want to not only save that because you know, it's not only saving money, it's the tolerance break, a week-long tolerance break in between. I've already felt a change in three days. I feel like I'm in high school again. Oh, wow. It's almost anxiety-inducing. It would be more anxiety-inducing if I didn't know if I was just, you know, getting high. Yeah. But it's it's a goal I set for myself because I think it's going to benefit me more in the long run. It's going to benefit my, my short-term, my long-term memory. Mm-hmm. It's going to benefit my work ethic. It's mm-hmm. going to benefit my relationships. You know, yeah. I'm always stoned. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, Luke, Luke's always stoned. I'm a joke. Yeah. I don't want to be a stoner. I don't, I'm not a joke. My family loves me, but you know, I want to be taken seriously and I don't think I can do that when I'm always smelling like weed. Uh, I don't think you smell like weed. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I think I do. I'm always paranoid. I think because you're so inside your head about it, but have you been taking steps to lessen your consumption of marijuana? So yeah. So for one, we've been buying a lot less. Um, We go out of state. I know I've already outed myself on this a couple of times, but we go out of state. So we've just kind of stopped going out of state. Um, I've let my supply run out. I have been buying something, you know, once a week just to, you know, keep me where I want to be. Cause you know, I said, you know, in the evenings or on the weekends, um, but I no longer will buy the vapes. I don't think I'll buy the vapes anymore. No more vaping. It's too accessible, you know? Yeah. So when I started smoking at 22, my weed was always at home mm-hmm. and I had to wait until I got home to smoke it. Yeah. And then these weed vapes started to come out and then I could smoke them anywhere. I mm-hmm. could, I could smoke them, 
you know, potentially I could smoke them at work, which that's not going to be helpful. The day is going to drag on a lot longer and it's less rewarding because I'm always high. Yeah, that's true. So I, I will not buy the pens anymore. I think I'm just going to stick with the flower or the wax, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff. I, but I want it to be something where it's not so accessible mm-hmm. unless, you know, if I'm going out a trip or something, sure, you know, but I don't want my everyday smoking style to be that pen again because mm-hmm. that's when I was probably at my most, you know, always highness. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so important to recognize that this was your one thing that really kept you hooked onto it. And as soon as you slowly started getting mm-hmm. rid of it and you started to just do the flower or the wax and that required more work. Mm-hmm you were able to have that more of a tolerance and it became more of a reward right. rather than like a cigarette. And you, we already know in one of our last episodes, he's done with nicotine. We're done with nicotine. We're not, we're not going to be done with weed. We love, I love marijuana, yeah. but um, you don't have to see every friend every day, you know? I mean, that's like me. Like I will not keep Coca-Cola inside of my house because if I'm always reaching for it and gravitating towards it, quitting it is just going to be so much harder. So that's why like if I want Coca-Cola, I have to go out of my way for it. I have to drive to McDonald's or I have to drive to the gas station. Like I have to go out of my way for it. Right. And I find, I think an important thing to like do these things to replace like, cause they're so natural to us. Yeah. So what I've been doing is that, you know, I will get up, I'll stand up and say, okay, it's time to smoke weed. And then as I start to do, I say, okay, well wait, I have to finish this task first. Oh, okay. I have to do this thing first. Oh, I, nice. I have to clean the cat's water bowl first. Mm-hmm. And then if you start to kind of like get yourself to do more and more chores, mm-hmm. you feel less guilty about smoking weed when you finally get to it. Cause you can say, I finally got to all my stuff. So I used to smoke weed and I'd sit, I'd sit there stone mm-hmm. being, ah, oh, there's so much to do. <laughs> I have so many things to do. Yeah. So if you do all those things before you smoke weed, you get to just enjoy everything. You get to enjoy the high. I, it, it feels the stupidest realization. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was, I was in its hooks for the longest time, you know? I feel, I feel great cutting back. Good. I'm, I'm hopeful. What goals do you have for 2024? Well, I just want to touch upon that. It's just so important for our listeners to recognize that it's a step-by-step process. Oh, yes. And it's not like he woke up one morning and was like, I'm quitting cold turkey. It's just you started noticing how you were feeling. You started to notice what was making you crave it, what was Mm -hmm. making you do it and continue doing it. And just slowly cutting back. Like he said, he hasn't quit it completely. And his goal is to not quit it completely. But his goal is to lessen the usage of it, you know, and with it, with lessening the usage, a part of it is you get to save money. Oh, yes. That's great. And then your relationships get to improve as well. And there's actually one thing I do want to touch on that, you know, not even just for a marijuana addiction is what I'll call it. But an addiction... you have to break it. You know, you can't Mm -hmm. be held by something that's going to take your money, put itself in front of your time or your tasks or something to do important. It's the most important thing to have control over your own life and not let the substance have a control over your own life. A simple McDonald's Coke can do that to you. If you're stopping every time that you're seeing a McDonald's, you say, I need a liter of Coke in this fucking gullet right now. It's bad for you. Mm -hmm. And I don't be ashamed to quit something. Don't be ashamed to quit something, especially if your friends are still doing it. Don't be ashamed to quit something because you need to do it for your health. Do not be ashamed to improve yourself. And don't be afraid to take that as a slow process if it needs to be. Yeah, because if you're doing it, then your friends will kind of look at you and be like, oh, maybe I should stop too. Yeah, and if they don't, then maybe they're just 
not the people that you should be keeping in your life if that's the change you want to make. Yes. Do not be afraid to make positive changes if that means you have to make big changes. Having supportive people in your life that are supporting the changes that you are making is of the utmost importance. So for example, my friend Brie, she's going, she's trying to change her lifestyle into becoming a vegetarian, pescatarian. She really wants to live that type of lifestyle. And of course, we as her girl group, we support her 100%. We're not going to be like, hey, do you want to go get a steak or do you want to go do this? I mean, she has said that if you guys invite me to Texas Roadhouse, you best believe I'm down. Are you kidding me? They got those deals before five? Oh. Oh, so delicious. But it's not like we're asking her every single day and we're really like when we go out to restaurants we make sure that there's vegetarian options for her and all of that like we support her whereas if we didn't support her she'd be like oh my god screw you guys or she wouldn't be able to accomplish that goal so definitely have people that support you it's important Mm -hmm. so for my new year's goals yes tell me i want to hear all about them okay i have a couple of them so one of my new year's goals is to continuously post on youtube YouTube is something that I actually started a couple of years ago and I wasn't consistent with it because I was really focused on my education and I really just really wanted to get my degrees in psychology. But once I did that and then I worked in the field and everything, I was like, I don't have a creative outlet. I don't have a creative space. I recognize that writing papers in college was my creative outlet. It was my creative space. <laughs> is that why you love journaling so much? Yes, oh. I love it. And so now that I don't have that anymore, I recognize that a vlogging and creating content is something that I'm really able to let out my creative side. And so as a result, I just like really like pray that making these videos will eventually lead to it being a full-time job for me because you should wake up doing what you love every single day and then it's no longer a job and vlogging used to be something I actually didn't like I actually used to hate it but you still did it I didn't did you just have like well you you were doing it I was doing it yeah I was doing it to remember the pieces of my life but then some things just felt forced and I've taken down those videos that just felt forced to me because behind the scenes of vlogging the stuff that you don't see is you have to make sure that your background is clean right when you're watching a youtuber they their house is clean nine times out of time when we shoot here we always try to make sure we are completely presentable do you guys see our pretty flowers by the way I know. Yeah. Our studio is always clean. Right. And on the back end of it also is that I have to make sure that I look good. If I have to look my best, right. Coming into the studio today, my (laughs) hair was a mess. My outfit. We have about three mirrors up and she used every single one. I really did. Like my outfit. I had just finished making dinner for Luke and Armand. It was delicious. I made them chicken shawarma sandwiches. Delicious. It was in a pita wrap. (laughs) And the pita wrap has flour on it. So my shirt had flour on it. And so, but to record the video that I recorded, which is actually up on YouTube, you guys can go ahead and watch this, the 2024 New Year's resolutions. I had to bring an outfit change. I had to do my hair. I had to put on some makeup and younger me didn't enjoy that. She actually hated it. And she was like, oh, this is such a chore, which makes sense because I was doing school and trying to do that. It was too much for me. But now as, you know, a little bit older and I recognize what I enjoy from it, I'm able to do it. So I really want my vlogs to take off, God willing. And I'm here for you too. I love your vlogs. Thank you. Go check her out at Nin's Vlogs. At Nin's Vlogs, yes. And then my second resolution 
is I want to travel more. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So we're, we're in this together. Yeah, Hell yeah. Definitely. I just feel like we're only this age once. Oh my God. I think that every day. Yeah. And it's just, it's fleeting. Like we're already going to be 27 this year. Mashallah. And like, you're never going to get yesterday back. Exactly. And it's just so important to travel guys. Stop waiting until tomorrow. Stop waiting until the weekend. Like live your life every day to the fullest. My friends, they, I made friends that live in Iraq. Right. And they were at a party on a Wednesday, on a random Wednesday, they were partying. There was an Assyrian singer. Everyone was drinking, smoking hookah, having the time of their lives. Guys, this was on a random Wednesday, not Christmas, not New Year's. It was just the Wednesday in between that. And they're not waiting to live life for the weekends. We only do parties like that. What Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If if, if that, if at all. Right, right. And one thing that I appreciate about them is that they are living life in a different way than we are. And that's why I think traveling is so important because you're able to see how other people live their life, right? We're all on this spinning rock and we all have different ways to live it. And just seeing how other people live it is interesting. So I got a little glimpse of it last year, but I definitely want to be able to explore more in this year. I want to explore more cultures, more food, more traditions. Like, I really want to do that. I want to go see my friends. What friends? So I have my friend. I'm going to do some shout outs. My friend Marcos, he lives in California. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're over. I think it's San Francisco. Ooh. It's like, where, where do you get to Tijuana? Is it from San Francisco? Oh, I don't know. I think that's what it, I think he's in, he's in a stand. And then <laughs> I want to go to Virginia. I want to see Lenora. I, oh, I nice. miss her. I love her. And she always wants me to visit her. And she wants me to shout her out. So hi, Lenora. Um, but I would love to go see how she is over there, especially with, you know, her husband sailing overseas right now for the Navy. So you want to do domestic travel? I want to do domestic travel, but um, there's only two people I think I'd see in domestic. And then I want to go cart my ass over to Greece. Yeah. I want to go see something nice, sandy beaches. I want to go to nude beaches. Ooh. Everyone can see these man boobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you going to go to the gym before that? <laughs> uh, no. Have you seen those Greek men? I don't need to. Ooh. Just kidding. You all look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's really important to highlight is that go on these vacations, you know, live your life, have fun. Gain a perspective. No, I swear. I swear. I keep trying to instill this into my mom. And it's that like these jobs will replace you in a heartbeat. If you're able to quit in two weeks, if you put in your two weeks notice and you quit your job, they're not going to tell you no. Right. They, they can't tell you no. And you're able to leave that job, pick up and go. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you need to take a couple of days off, you are able to do that. You should be able to do that because we're more than just corporate drones. We're more than just people to sit here and make you money. You need to live your life too, and your quality of life, your happiness will will be substantially better. And you'll definitely see your quality of work increase once your quality of life increases. Yes, yes. That's why everyone in Europe takes the whole month of August off. No, I swear. I swear. They're so lucky. It's so laissez-faire. Even like when I was in Iraq and we were at the airport, guys, the their like security check-in, they sat down. They, they were just sitting down, hanging out, talking, having a conversation. And we're like, can we check in? And they're like, no, you still have time for your flights. And we're like, what? And they're like, yeah, this section, like the flights aren't flying for another like hour or so. So we'll check you guys in 30 minutes before. And I'm just like, 
America would never like you. That ke- gives me anxiety. No, I swear. The way the American side of us came out, we're like, oh my gosh. So you're telling me I can only check my bags in 30 minutes before what is going on? Like, is there time? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And like, but they were all like sitting there, hanging out, talking, laughing, you know? And I was like, dude, people who work at freaking Sunglass Hut can't even sit down. They you have can't to even stand sit up. down working at the register of a restaurant. Exactly. Like, what do you need to stand for? Exactly. You don't. And like, if you're seen on your phone, they're like, oh my God, you're on your phone. Yeah, I'm on my phone. There's no customers at this counter. Right, exactly. They're like, no, you need to clean up. You need to do this. And it's like, dude, stop. Stop with this micromanaging. Like, enough's enough. If the closing list is done correctly, the restaurant will be clean. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I think it's important to go outside and see other people's way of life because just seeing how other people enjoy life and they're just like, don't take it as seriously as us Americans do. It's rewarding to see. So yeah, those are the my two of my resolutions and I, I plan on doing them slowly. I know I won't blow up on YouTube overnight and I know that I won't be able to book a ticket tomorrow, but I keep telling myself that I will be going to these places i will be going on more vacations i will be posting more and when i tell myself i will that means that i can so and you are billion all right well thank you everyone for listening to our podcast we appreciate all of your support and honestly i hope you have a happy safe and healthy new year Spend it with loved ones, whatever it is you choose to do. Go ahead and watch my YouTube video at Nin's Vlogs, where I talk about the intricacies and how to actually make your 2024 New Year's goals actually successful and how to actually accomplish them. So go ahead and tune into YouTube and watch that. Otherwise, that is all we have for you today. Yes. And everyone, I would like to remind you that as December 31st is New Year's Eve, it is also amateur hour. Take an Uber, take a train, do not drink and drive. And please join us next time as Nen rings in the new year by bowling a perfect game using a porcupine as her bowling ball. Ooh, I already feel that pain in my fingers. Hey, <laughs> their spikes have antibiotics in it, so at least you won't get an infection. Do they really? Yeah, I just learned that they were evolutionarily, evolutionarily designed so that way when they fall over and they scratch themselves, their quills have antibiotics in them so they won't get an infection. Oh, wow. Isn't that amazing? No, that's actually so cool. Honestly, porcupines are badass. See, guys, this is what I mean. I want you guys to listen to our podcast and learn a fun fact. (laughs) Well, join us next time. We'll see you in the new year, everyone. Bye. Bye.